0: You are listening to the Power and Prose podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Prose is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? We are back with another episode of the Power and Prose podcast, y'all. Today I'm like actually so excited, and it's not even one of those things where I record that I'm excited after I already recorded the meat of the episode. I'm just actually off top, off rip, just press record. Excited to talk to y'all today, um, and who I have with me. So if you checked, obviously the title of the show we are talking about the power and self motivation. And as I mentioned in episode ten, in the power intention. Right now is a season of transition. It is a moment of really going from glory to glory, from one thing to the next, and it can make you feel crazy. If you got some goals, if you're fasting, if you're trying to get up and go to the gym every day, you probably feeling a little something right now. Like you starting to, your face starting to wean, you starting to be like, "Can I do this?" Um, and so I think that. One huge, huge, huge thing that we need to grab hold to at the top of the year in January, which is now, is self-motivation. It's going to be times we just don't want to do stuff, like point blank, in the period. Like you just don't want to do it. But it's gonna make you better. You're gonna be able to stand up at the end of the year and be like, wow, like I did that. Like that was me. Um and is you'll be able to pull people along with you also. Um you motivating people that you don't even realize and all that type of stuff. Um so I think that power and self-motivation is super huge, it's super key. But there are things that we do that we think are motivating us and they're not. They think we think they're gonna sustain us and they won't. Um, So I want to get into the nitty and the gritty about all of that today. And to help me do that, I have our very First guest on the show, y'all. We have not had a guest on Power and Pros like it hasn't happened, and today it's happening. Um, so if y'all hear me smiling, it's because I am I'm gonna be smiling the whole episode. Um, and I am so blessed, so thankful to be joined by somebody that I haven't actually even seen physically in years. <laughs> um, but just of course the power of social media, being able to follow people, see their grind, see their hustle, see what. Their faith level looks like, um, how they're able to be poised, but also exude power and everything that they have going on and be like, you know what? I need to be joined with that. Like what I'm trying to do and what you're doing align. So, with that, we have our first guest on the show. This is super intentional. Um, and I want that to be the same flow that I follow for everybody that I have, even on my Instagram. Um, on the show, people that I talk to about the moves I want to make for power and pros, like every step is intentional. So I hope that y'all really grab hold to the conversation today because it was done with all my listeners in mind. Um, so with that, I want to introduce Ali Ariane to the show. She is a writer, content creator, and digital storyteller. She first began blogging at the start of 2012 as an outlet to escape her mundane college coursework. Now, her self-titled blog, YourGirlAllie.com, serves as a digital diary to document all of her learnings from areas ranging from singlehood, forced adulthood, her walk with Christ, and Black Twitter culture. During her career as a writer, she has had her work syndicated on ExoNicole.com, where she served as a freelance writer with additional bylines in Blavity News, Hello Giggles, and others. Ali currently lives in Los Angeles, California, and as her 9 to 5, she works as a business development and partnerships associate at Blavity, Inc., and as her 5 to 9, she works as a freelance social media manager. Her long-term dream is to create films and shows that tell new and personal stories of Black American experience and to continue to give a voice to the voiceless through innovative storytelling. Please join me in welcoming Allie to the show. What's up, girl? Ooh, hello.
1: <laughs> girl. You are so oh. articulate and eloquent, and it just, Oh, I love
0: it. <laughs> I am so happy to have you here. What's going on? How are you
1: feeling? So excited. I'm feeling just, ooh, just like, Chills down my spine. I'm just to <laughs> <You> talk.
0: <laughs> I can't with you right now. Um, so I guess obviously you gave the official spill to the peeps. But if there's any anything personal, anything that you want to share, of course, I really want to talk about. Um, this is a writer in me, especially since we're not doing a PowerPoint this episode. I really wanted to get into how you started your blog, kind of what inspires you to do that. Um, and of course, since we're on Power and Pros, it's only fitting that we talk about how you gained the power to start the blog. Because of course, putting ourselves out there, being vulnerable, even if it's about Black Twitter culture or whatever, it's still your opinion. It's your words. Um, and it takes yeah. a lot of to do that. So can you go into that a little bit?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, I started my blog um, midway through college. Because I was just going through it, <laughs> I started off as a biology major, and I quickly regretted that decision. And I remember my um, one of my favorite biology my biology professors pulled me aside like during an office hour, and he was like, "Ali, you're in the wrong major. Wow. <laughs> I need you to figure out something that actually taps into like, your creativity." And at the time, I was not thinking about doing art obviously or like mm-hmm. you know different things like that. So my next best bet was to get into something that was business oriented, and so marketing was the best next step. Now, getting into marketing, I I, I really struggled because <laughs> As you know, it's the same university. So, like our like professor staff was not the best when it came to the marketing department. Listen, Uh, the struggle. (laughs) I prefer now.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And like, just thinking about that, I was like, I have to figure out a way where I can actually exercise my creativity. And the only thing I knew was writing. I've always kept the journal. I always, you know, like found myself buried in a book during lunchtime because I had no friends. So I was always like just reading and writing. And so everything kind of started off as a fashion blog. At the time, it was called Strawberries and Carbonara, which mm. was the scent of my first date. And... um. I ended up going with that and doing a fashion diary. This is what I wore, this is why I wore it. But also this is what I'm going through um, in my junior year of college, my sophomore junior year of college. And it's weird, but at least I look fly doing it. And so um, I ended up transitioning out of fashion because one, the one girl who was good at taking my photos, obviously we lived in different states. So it didn't make sense anymore. And also I didn't feel cute after college, like, that depression was real. And I was like, I can't even put on clothes at this point. So I ended up just talking about my life. And that's what made sense because I remember talking to my dad and he was like, you can talk to me about it and get what you need from me, but at least write about what you're going through. Whenever you don't have any, feel like you don't have anything to say Write about how you're feeling, and so I really just took that gem and kind of like ran with it. And since then, it's kind of, my blog has kind of morphed into like a digital diary, but also like social cultural commentating because like I'm we're, we live a very real black millennial uh, this society's insane existence right now. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it would be doing me a disservice if um, I was not using my platform to actually share stories that could help other people make sense of the world and also put a language and words to the things that they can't necessarily like articulate themselves. Because I, there's so many times I get... DMs from people that are literally like, thank you for saying what I did not know how to say. And Mm. that's so empowering because I remember not even being able to like speak. Like I I just could not talk. (laughs) Like I didn't have I had the ability to speak, but Mm. I was so crippled by shyness that I just did not talk as a child. (laughs) And so to think that God would use that dis like that weird stance that I was in as a kid and also as a teenager to actually flip it around to be this like mouth tool and this mouthpiece for him Come on. like, oh, that's why I had to be shy for my entire childhood and teenhood because like God was actually building me up to have something to say when it was actually time to. Open my mouth. So I think that's where my power came from. My power came from feeling like I didn't have the power to speak up for myself. And now, as you can see, you can't shut me up. So <laughs> that is, yeah, that's the background. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Actually, before we dive a little bit further, I want to pick up on that last bit. So, um, as I was saying in the last episode, I was talking about the power in. The tension. And it is really, I think that's what it, we feel. It's like a a rubbing against each other of our old selves, and there's trying to morph into our new selves, but we're not fully there yet. Um, so, for everybody listening who, of course, Power and Pros is about owning your story, it's about finding the power in that. And then ultimately, what I'm tra- manifesting every episode is sharing. Um, and I think that there's power in sharing your story to people. That's how it's really like, wow, this is a thing. Saying it out loud, making it real, connecting with your ears, other people hearing it. It's like, all right, this is a serious thing that's taking place right now. Um, so can you a little like super brief, give it going to how how was that? Going from I didn't talk that much, I didn't have to. You are a writer at heart, so you could just leave everything on a pen, and the paper in your room yeah. and leave it at that. Um, but to actually decide to put your words out into the world to be interpreted by other people to be even to get praise from other people I think that can even be intimidating um so how was that process was it weird did it take a long time to transition or after you did it once it's like all right this is what I'm supposed to do
1: it almost felt natural but well, what didn't feel natural were, were that people were actually reading what I was saying. <laughs> like, I <can't> ah! <laughs> <laughs> like it came to a point I was like, wait, you read what? And then I remember in, in at school, like people would just walk up to me like, oh my God, like I just saw your last blog post. It was so good. It really, like, it really encouraged me. And I'm like, you, like you read it. It was, right, it was right. like, hey, like, oh snap. Like, I actually have like people's eyes and ears right now. And I have to be so intentional about mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And, and like my biggest fear is to like taking up space that's not productive and just adding to the noise that already saturates and exists as we like speak right now. Mm-hmm. So I've just always been so intentional about like just saying something. in. I think that's why it's been like so important to me to let that like little girl in me just rest, not die, but just rest like girl go to sleep because right now if you up and you see what I'm trying to do. You're going to tell me to like stay at home or to not put that out or to not say what you have to say because like mm. you know that like you're, you're trying to protect me <laughs> and I don't need protection. I need you to like let me go and like let me do this thing. So the transition was very weird because I always had to, like, tell that little girl to, like, be quiet. Mm. (laughs) Because she was – it's funny how she's so loud now about, like, girl, don't say that. You don't want to say that. You don't put yourself out there. But eight years old, I couldn't get her to say nothing. So it was definitely a very strange transition. But I feel like as I put myself out there, it just got easier and easier because I know that I'm only a vessel. And, like, everything that I say is not – from me, it's from God. And so as I like decrease myself, I just want to allow him to increase what he needs to say through me. And I think that's why it's gotten easier because I've removed myself from it too. So it's been a process and I'm still learning it, but that's definitely been like the trajectory of progress.
0: Come on, trajectory your progress. You better give us a word.
1: Uh, come on.
0: Girl. Yeah, girl. Uh, so I guess kind of going from people reading your blog, I'm one of those people. Um, I was reading chapter eight. And again, everybody, Ali, I'm putting it in the show notes. So don't be pressed. I said it at the up front, but I'm putting it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on your girl, Ali, there was chapter eight titled, here's why I don't need to be Or, I don't want to be quote unquote inspired anymore, and neither should you. And in reading that, there was this nugget that I pulled out, and this is what there was a lot of things that led me to reach out to you specifically um, Mm -hmm. and definitely to talk to the people on the show. But this little piece is what I wanted to share on the show today. Um, Inspiration is merely a temporary drug, stimulating us for only a moment to feel like we can do something. And this, my friends, this is where I draw issue because there's something missing here. Action. I was And action's in all caps, y'all. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. serious. Um, and I think that I was reading this literally December 20-something, 2019, was getting ready to girl up for this year. I was back in St. Louis mm-hmm. with my mom and them, hadn't read my goals yet, all of these things. And I'm I was there. I was in a spot of... Okay, what's gonna inspire me to even write my goals down on paper? I write everything else. I write poems all the time. I wrote letters to my family before I came home so everybody know how I felt. Like I really I literally write all the time. But I could not write my goals down. Then it was like, Okay, I need to watch or something i don't feel like watching so it's like all these things and i low-key was looking for inspiration for me to do what i need to do mm-hmm. and then it turned out i just spent the whole day and all i did was look at the brow family and ate some chips like i didn't do nothing um so when i seen yeah. that you were like i'll draw issue because there's something missing is action mm-hmm. and stuff that stimulates us only for a moment temporary drug mm-hmm. like Ooh, like come for me. I was like, dang, like yeah. And inspiration, I think, um, there are a lot of things that are kind of, of course, like not even just on social media. Before that, I'm talking 1800s, like in general human beings look for inspiration Mm -hmm. you need things that are going to give you fresh ideas what's going to spark your creativity what's going to get you to release a podcast uh the way you're doing your poetry every episode what's going to get you to invite somebody to come on the show when you never had a guest before like i think inspiration um as you noted in your post serves a, a place um but without action and motivation, which is what yes. we're here to talk about today, you only might get to just watch the Pride family. Like, that's like this might be as far as you get. Oh, yeah. um, so can you go a little bit into what made you write that? Like kind of what, for lack of better word, inspired you yeah. um, to write this post specifically?
1: Yeah, so it's so embarrassing. Because like, I hate calling out, like, certain spaces, but we're being real. So (laughs) I was going to, like, conferences back to back um, Mm. uh, when I wrote that post. And I went to Revoke Conference and then another conference I'm not (laughs) going to (laughs) mention. And I just remember leaving both of those spaces depleted. I was I was not inspired. I, I felt like I was in such a space of just like where the air was so desperate for mm-hmm. like the next move, the next plug. I got to be adjacent to this influencer and this person could set me free. And it's it was so like my, my spirit was so disturbed as to me. Oh, Lord. I, I was so like just shook and i got to talking to my homeboy about it and i was like i don't know what this is but i know i cannot be in spaces like this anymore because it's it's counterintuitive to deposit your time into something it doesn't deposit something back into you and And
0: depositing that check these conferences actually be charging a bag
1: come on okay for me to get a little tote in a pen. Hold on. Exactly. I literally was so disturbed by that. And I realized that I needed to withdraw myself from those spaces just entirely. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the spark of that blog post because it got me thinking that my worst fear is to, which I mentioned in the blog is to be a inspiration hoarder and to me, an inspiration hoarder is someone who goes to these conferences, are always on the next, you know, IG Live, Facebook Live, always mm. paying, always paying for like an online, uh, what do they call it? Um, like an online- the Classes, courses- yeah courses and stuff like that and you only have a notebook of all these notes but you've never taken out what you wrote down to actually apply it to your own success in your own platform your own creations and so I felt like I was about two more conferences away from that and said oh no like I'm gonna write this out and like get my thoughts out so I can see what I'm thinking Because this is not okay. And before I get way too deep into something that I don't want to be involved in, I'm going to just go ahead and just check out. Because it was not okay for me. So that was the background for the blog post.
0: And I think what I was thinking about after I read it was more about motivation. Of course, because that's what it was about. Um, And just how I self-motivate. And there are ways that I do it um that i don't even think about is self-motivation but then once i thought about it again i was like that is that like i actually do that more than i think so just tap into it even more waking up today (laughs) i woke up early um i watched the sermon this morning and then i cleaned my room it wasn't even dirty but it was like one thing I could. I took some, my clothes off yesterday. Then put them in the hamper. I thought, okay, girl, put them clothes in the hamper. Took trash out, like little stuff. And I didn't have to do that. I could have did it later on. Um, mm-hmm. tomorrow. It's a three day weekend. Like I could do it at okay. any time. <laughs> but it was like, let me do this now. Like why not now? Why not me? And I think the same thing for the show. It's like, what is holding me back from doing this, taking this action, this step, this leap of faith, this jump? right here Mm -hmm. right now um and i think that most of the times what happens with that is that we think about we just go into automatically a space of self-defeat yes self-defeat it's just like what sends us to seek inspiration in the first place is feeling bad about something. Yeah. And then we feel bad once we're getting inspiration because I'm seeing everybody else highlight reel. They're living their best lives. You telling me the goals that you accomplished. And then I go even more in a spiral of feeling lost and like, when's my next step going to happen? When's it going to pop off for me? And it's like, well, girl, when when are we going to take that step? Right, right. So um, that's one thing that I really got from it was just thinking about, Instead of going into that spiral of being like, dang, Allie calling me out right now. (laughs) But more (laughs) so being like, how do I already do this? How do I already implement steps where, again, even if something's me putting the clothes I wore yesterday into the hamper smaller act but mm-hmm. it's yeah. something i can't even talk about right now it's like nobody told me to do it i didn't need to see an instagram post mm-hmm. to inspire me to have a clean space because that's where creativity breeds
1: and i was like no it's, yeah. it's, some, it's some pants on the floor girl like what are we gonna get to that and for like that out because i think that the area of like why do i have to log into an app to mm get inspiration is because we think we don't have it already inside of us. That's mm. a dangerous place to be in where you think you have nothing else to contribute that you have to draw off of what someone else is contributing. And to me, I think the biggest thing is to realize, like, especially women of faith, men of faith, is that if you have like the God, the creator of the entire universe who sits on high and sees everything before it even touches earth, there is no reason why we shouldn't be ahead of any wave. You know, like, I've been coming to terms with this whole thing of like, I'm so tired of like everybody else having all the fun and all the inspiration when like I'm homeboys with, with with Christ. So there's no reason. I mean, homegirls with Christ. So there's no reason why like I shouldn't be on to what the next thing is before it even hits the pavement. And so I'm basically exhausted of like drawing on other people's inspiration. I want to laugh when I go into Twitter, okay? Like, I want to be like, oh, that was a good thought, but I never wanted to make me feel like I can't come up with something just as great. Yeah. That's definitely a good point when it comes to, like, self-defeat. Why am I defeated? Like, I should always have an idea, not to the place where I get burnt out of, like, depositing things, but I should always have an idea because I'm engaged with my walk with Christ and in the fact that like God lives in me, you know, so that's kind of like that other thing. I'm like, I can't be defeated. Like, <laughs> like I know who my God is. So
0: that's real. That's real. And I think that most of the times when your motivation is low, you can always tell because you're asking other people, like, oh, how did you, how did you start a podcast? Ooh. I automatically have put myself in a in a place. Where, to me, just the tone of me asking that question makes it sound like I'm so far removed from being able to accomplish that myself. I think that is a (laughs) telltale way that you can be like, how did you start a blog? It's like Mm -hmm. you are automatically removing yourself from the equation. Um, And just the way that people come about different things is so... (laughs) It's so different. So, people, especially when they're talking about industry being oversaturated, which that's a popping thing to say at this time. Yeah, it is. I think that I always pull up wine because I like to drink wine, people drink wine, and Jesus drink wine. So, it's okay. (laughs) And like, I'm like, I like different wine companies. Like, me and my roommate we'll literally drink some wine and we might, we take a picture of it, but we actually never go back to the picture we took because we always want to try a different way. Um, so I think that because of that, all the winemakers out there, the, the grape um, pressers out there in the world, like who's to say like, why can't another person decide they want their name on the label and impress some grapes somewhere? Like, you know, it's like, yeah. there's no way some, they're like, oh, it's too many wine companies out there now. They're just not, it's like not a thing. And because of that, my roommate and I are able to have like our girls come over and we can talk about our dreams. We can have a wind down in the middle of the week or whatever that thing is because they weren't defeated by somebody else doing something. Um, So that goes back to the same inspiration versus motivation of like, Mm -hmm. you can get knowledge from other people. You can get tools, you can get tips, but as soon as you go to that well, I girl, I don't even know where to start. How, how did you do a podcast? It's like, all right. You might be in danger being <laughs> a, a weird crossroads where you're actually
1: not going to get where you inquiring to go, you know? So true. And I think that's, okay, so I, I'm feeling so, 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 so bad about this. And I'm still trying to figure out my place in this, like, <laughs> this balance of, encouraging people like when people reach out to me and they're yeah. like, How did you make this on your Instagram? Um, what are some tips to start? I I, I don't know where I stand with it only because I know how like self educated I am that I I hate <laughs> and it's just the it's just who I am. I hate asking people for help. <laughs> Mm. And it's it's like my tragic flaw. And so I want to help people, but I also want to motivate people to help themselves mm-hmm. and to not like move in a place of scarcity where they feel like they don't have what they need to do, what they want to do. But you literally have everything and every tool, especially with the internet and Google being such a beautiful professor in our like lives right now. Beautiful and vast. Yeah, Everything's on there. Okay. Like to lean into that and to have like every question you could ever need answered can be right at your fingertips. And you can use people as your um, as a resource, absolutely. But tailor those questions, you know, like be very intentional about the questions that you ask other people who are doing things that you want to do when you can actually use what they've already done to learn what you need answers to if that makes sense because like i stopped i don't need a mentor anymore you know what i mean like i don't need to dm i don't like anybody right now for the answers that i'm seeking because their platform in general. Is what I'm learning from. Right, right. You know, so like just leaning into the fact that like we can depend on what we already have inside of us and lean on the resources that we already have around us before we extend that last resource of an actual person, you know? But again, that's like the very I'm I'm such a girl. Figure this out yourself type of person. And I always have been. I'm trying to get better like leaning on other people for help. So that's another thing. But I just want to point Yeah.
0: I mean, leaning yeah. on other people I think can be important. But even with that, we can get specific. So yeah. um going to the podcast retreat that I went to, shout out again to Tatum Tamia. Yeah. Um with going to that. I now have a group of people that I can tap into about Mm -hmm. Mm podcasting. We all black. We all women. We all got podcasts. Like, we all intersect in that way. So now, instead of just DM and Tatum and being like, how did you start a podcast? It's like, girl, that's a loaded question. Like, what part of it do you want to know? What part do you need help with? Are you trying to do this tomorrow? Do you want me to hit you back with everything yeah. all my and stuff right now? Um, so, again, and watching her platform, that's how I've been seeing she was having a podcast retreat. Went to, decided I wanted to do that, went to that, got what I needed from that. And then I actually didn't even know I was going to have access to the people um, outside of that in the capacity that I do. So now I can hit them up and we can talk about comparing different microphones. So, you know what I mean? So instead of going straight up to like, Okay, now I just know 20 more people that I can ask. How did you start a show? I can be like, I was looking at X microphone, but you told me you use this microphone. What are the benefits of that versus what I was eating? Or, okay, do you do, how do you write your notes? Or if you're looking for a guest every episode, what's your cadence with reaching out to people? How far in advance do you record? Like, you know, you start to get more specific. You can tailor things. And then also on the flip, Mm -hmm. because we're kind of more in a similar space than say me and Tatum, I can also motivate them. I can give them some gems that I have. When we're reaching for the stars, that makes us feel defeated because we can't, it, well, I'm not going to say we can't, but it seems like we don't have as much to give the person that we're seeking inspiration right. from. And so we end up idolizing them, putting them up on a pedestal. If they mess up, then we take their <laughs> mess up as our mess up. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, your show was scratchy and you got X amount of followers. Yeah. I definitely, can't. I automatically be like, I can't record now. Yeah. What? I have nothing to do with what I got going on over here. Uh, so I think yeah. that is super important to make sure that if you are getting gems from somebody, whether you have direct contact with them mm-hmm. or just watching or grind on social, that their loss ain't your loss, just like their win ain't your win. But there's a lesson in everything. For Again. Sure. Power and pros, like we are here. There's they have a story, and if they're on social, they're taking you along on some part of that story, and there's power in it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you have to tailor that to where you are in your journey and your story.
1: And thank you for saying because, like, the power is like it's, I feel like there's so much more power in that type of conversation when you are when it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to instead of being inspired by and like taking notes from somebody, the the action is that this is where I'm I've already started. So this is the line I'm already starting. I've already created the site. I've already started the post. I've already have like the assets that I need. Now I'm at a place where it can be an exchange of knowledge instead of me just like taking what all that I can get from you. I actually have something to contribute now mm-hmm. and I think that's there's so much power in the exchange you know and it
0: can build community now you got people yeah. when you up when you winning like people are in your corner when you need a little bit of push like mugs are like a little bit more to being that x amount of followers like that person just sees that runs with it or even when you're not self-promoting they're promoting on your behalf like you see yeah. It's the work you are doing. It. Yeah, yeah. And I think people like can respect that. You have no choice but to respect it. So like yeah, me yeah. having this platform, you having your platform, you in LA, I'm in New York. We have no reason outside of the fact that we went to school together our freshman year, again, I haven't seen you since twenty thirteen. Like, you know, so it's like <laughs> we kinda have no reason on the surface to cross paths. Yeah. But again, when you see somebody's work, when you're seeing their grind, and then you're self-motivated yourself instead of, mm-hmm. I could just see your blog and be like, dang, that's, that's, going, oh, that's inspiration for me to write more. That's cool, because it, it, it that has happened. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. that so, again, inspiration has a place, yeah. but this show wouldn't be a thing without the action and the self-motivation for me to exactly. do the research I need to do, to reach out to people I need to reach out to, um, and stuff like that. So I think so true. out of what both of us are saying, I want to make sure that it's not coming off like we should have coming for people. I hope that oh, no, this yeah. episode serves as a reason one for why self motivation is important, but it also yeah. a little bit of a intel into what motivates us. Um, actually, I actually what inspired you to write the blog post, but maybe as you're writing or if you see something, um, what motivates you to take that action? Or even when you're talking about um, innovative storytelling, you're starting to dabble into video and film. What motivates you in your creative mind, your creative eye to really like craft a story? Because it takes work, especially um, for people on the receiving end of it, for it to make sense, cohesive thoughts, all that good stuff to have an outline or a script. So I guess what motivates you to push past the little girl in your head, adversity, um, people telling you, I don't know if this is the best way to go about it, like all the various aspects of a project and how you navigate that space?
1: My greatest motivation is like future Ally <laughs> because what inspires me is past Allie. So I'm in, I'm stimulated, I'm inspired by my past, but I'm motivated by like who I can become. And what what are the steps? What are the action moves? Like what is the plan the path that will get me to her and to meet up with her and to say that every action that I've taken from this point to the time that I meet her what like what can not expedite but what can make that path more seamless through just like obedience through just like submission and like saying like God like this is what you've given me And I, like, surrender, like, my gifts, my talents. Because, like, I know that, like, I'm not the source of, like, whatever I'm doing. And that constant just, like, surrender is what motivates me to know that if, like, I have a heart that's, like, after God's heart, then I know that I'm going to be on the path to, like, meet that expected end of, like, who Allie is, like, destined to be. So that's what motivates me. Because, I know like what I'm, what my current existence is, and I mean it's kind of it's rough out here sometimes in LA, you know, <laughs> like it's just such a different culture and navigating that space. So I know what I'm currently existing, but I know that like this is one of those like action steps that I had to take. I had to move out here. I had to take this job. I had to mm-hmm. move this person in order to, for me to be in alignment to that person that I know I'm trying to become. And not to be stifled by the person who I was. So, my motivation is definitely like future me, like breaking those generational curses, like, you know, being financially free, actually having like a place that I can like pass down something to like my niece and like pass on something to like my future kids. It's like there's so much that I can do now because I haven't like hit 30 yet, even though I'm. <laughs> A little halfway there, but (laughs) I know that like okay, (laughs) but I know that there's like still time for me to really like grind and actually like not have any excuses to actually meet who I know I'm destined to become. So
0: I love that. I think one thing that you didn't explicitly say, but that I heard, Mm -hmm. that is a process. Like you look at the future, but you're also looking at now. Yeah, for you to get where you at now, you have to go through where you were before like and i feel the same way um new york are you kidding like you know what i mean it's a lot of ups and downs but also mm-hmm. i've been able to be afforded so much dope stuff seeing stuff for free yeah. um but then a lot of stuff like my rent ain't free like you know it's like definitely Yay. ups and downs of being that
1: <laughs>
0: listen. Mm-hmm. um and i think that even for example right now I used to record at home and then one day I was like I need a place that I know for sure is gonna be 100% quiet like my roommate can't be doing something like I needed to be 100% quiet Mm -hmm. and again I could have just looking for inspiration (laughs) on what other people do and I am in a couple of groups with like podcasters whatever and people pay for studios like all of this stuff and I think if, if I was so zoned in on what the right quote unquote way is or the path that other people take to be successful, I would be shoving out money for a studio right now. I work in advertising. We have a studio Come at on. my job. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about it at all because I was so in tune with trying to see what is the tips and tricks on how to master this thing. Like right. Oh. And then one day I had to use a studio and for work and I was like I'm tripping like I can record at work yeah. so literally right now which it's not of course episodes gonna be out on Wednesday um but it's a Saturday Saturday morning mm-hmm. and I'm at work and it's quiet mm-hmm. and nobody here but me yeah is here about my own stuff mm-hmm. and I have everything that I need to make this thing as seamless as possible with no distractions. Right. That's the motivation thing. And I think that before I could have beat myself up, like, why would I why it take me so long to figure that out? Why did I need to do why I was doing stuff for work with this um space and all of these things, but then for myself, I was being janky and recording in my room. Like I could literally go down a path, whatever. But I think from what you were sharing before and what I am using this story for, it's just like there is patience um in the process learning What motivates you when you tee up and when there are moments when you do have self-deprecating thoughts and you need a little bit of an extra push, you might need an accountability partner um, to be like, hey, that was a little self-hurtful or like, hey, you've been on Instagram a lot because you keep DMing me like what what you got going on with your projects. Like you might have to have people like that in your life that can help you get back to where you are in a self-motivating space. Um, and life is a journey. You can't do it by yourself. So I think there are going to be times where the self part and self-motivation needs to be at an all-time high and over in high gear, all of that, um, because that's what's going to give you the ability to be able to say, I did it at the end of the day. Like the, the claps you'll feel, the joy, the exuberance will really be a glow from the inside because you know what you have to go through to get where you have to go. Um, But if we check out of that process and check out of being patient with ourselves as we're figuring things out. Yeah. If I woke up late today, I wouldn't have been able to record at work. I would have had to record at home, my bedroom, like I've been doing a lot of episodes, you know, and I wouldn't have been able to be myself up about it. It's like, okay, next episode. That's it. So I think that as we've been talking this whole time and it's um everybody kind of goes off i want to make sure that everybody understands that number one off tip top life is a journey and there are different seasons where different stuff is going to motivate you maybe something that motivated you before now you're just a spectator of um and in tune with yourself with that will help you know what you need to shift what you need to adjust it'll help you kind of break off that tension that we were talking about in the beginning and you're really hitting your flow in a stride of the new way that you should be moving um and the different tactics that you should pick up in the season that you might be in currently Um, so for sure keep that in mind that's like a key 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 power move um for how to move and self-motivation is just understanding it's different tactics that you're going to need for different spaces that you're in but they're all relevant again inspiration and motivation both need to
1: exist mm-hmm. they just
0: serve completely
1: different purposes absolutely I totally agree and it's it's just about the balance just like making sure that as much as you're inspired you're motivated to do something with what you've been inspired by
0: for sure for sure so I want to get into the power tool of the episode. I think there are a lot of different gems and like ways of our self-motivation process that we've shared with y'all. But of course, as always, we have a power tool for you to really put that action behind the inspiration that we're hoping that this show exudes for y'all. And as our first guest is here with us, I'm gonna kick it to Allie to share the power tool of the week.
1: So my power tool is create, (laughs) <laughs> I wish it was deeper than that. Um, but it's for me, I had to get myself out of the mindset that everything that I create has to be for public consumption when mm-hmm. really, I'm moving in a space of wanting to flow and creativity creativity and creation should just naturally be a part of like my being and who I am as a person, as a woman of faith and somebody who is out here, you know, doing like social media, also Mm -hmm. themselves, like my existence should be creative and that sometimes like we have like notes and ideas that aren't for this season. Like sometimes we are writing things or we're creating things for 2022 us or like, November 2020 us, like mm-hmm. it's all about a process of just creating and just being an empty vessel for the next thing that God wants to deposit into us wow. and freely not being like stifled and like stuffed with things that never come out. And then we wonder why, you know, like we're not inspired to do some things because we didn't do the last thing that we felt prompted to do. So just create a, like, just do even if nobody ever sees it just know that like you contributed to your world and to the world at whole because you were actually doing something that nobody may maybe have saw yet but we'll see in the future so just create
0: <laughs> I love that let me tell you something so I I wrote something down literally this morning mm-hmm. that I don't want to do I don't want to do it I'm just gonna be real I don't want to do it um it's like Mm -hmm. uh, it's a creative space it's a creative thing people have done I'm not gonna be the first to do it it's not that innovative like it's not it's back to that wine thing it's another wine bottle with some more pressed grapes in there and it's my Mm -hmm. label on it um but I think that I had to have a moment literally this morning of reminding myself that there's power in what I do. Like if I'm going to create something and I think what's really intimidating me right now is the fact that, okay, when it goes out into the world, how is it going to look? Is the aesthetics on? Is it like what's my marketing cadence? Like all of these other variables for the release. I haven't got the art out like it's in me. I had to get it out this morning because I was like, okay, I've been thinking about it for weeks. I've low-key talked about it when it's not even ready to be talked about with some people. And it's all because I don't just get it out. I just need to do it. Yeah. And I really don't want to because I'm so worried about what the end outcome is going to be, if people going to mess with it or not. Um, if they do, then dang, too many people messing with it. Now I feel seen. Like, you know, it's just like,
1: this oh, <laughs> That
0: don't mean nothing at this stage, at this season. Mm-hmm. That is so key for me. It's like, I actually just need to create it. I'm actually shook because we didn't even talk about what her power tool was going to be. And I needed that. So Amen. y'all heard it here first. Create, y'all. Get to okay. it. Um, it's the top of the year. I think that a lot of people, as I said, are having that moment of either major isolation or a moment of major this year. I need to get more social, more active and so if you're in fall in either one of those camps the power tool is for you if you are in the i'm super social right now space make sure that you're carving out time to be creative make sure that you're carving out time to get your thoughts down on paper that way if you're doing like how i was doing and you have some fears, some anxiety some intimidation whatever those things are those two can bubble up to the top if you're with your homies if you're with your friends and for some reason you're hanging with your girl ally and you're you're feeling some type of way you need to create she's talking about what she created and they're rubbing against because you're feeling a tension of you not getting your creativity out into the world which the world could be your room that's it um so i just think that if you're in that camp make sure that you're carving your own time to create to get your ideas out even if it's just for you that could be motivating for the next thing. That could be motivating for your next Google search. There are new people I've been following on Instagram because of things that I know I want to do that are intimidating to me. So, again, I have found out instead of right now, there's no action happening. And I could just stay in that spot of no action. I'm using those people one for inspiration, but also the more I see it, it's motivating me to, I'm going to get tired of seeing them doing something that I want to do. And that's going to be motivation for me to start really getting to it, carving time, writing these things out. And if you're in the camp of you got something that you want to create, but you need to get your motivation teed up, really, 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 just do it. Just do it. If you know the thing, keep doing the thing. If you've been doing it and you're not getting claps, applause, whatever that is, keep going. As Ali said, like that could be for November desks Mm -hmm. and it's not November yet, but that is the plan that you're building up, getting comfortable with owning your voice, which is what we're always here to discuss. Um, That comes with practice. That comes with a hundred percent practice. So if you stop now at the top of the year, the end of the year is going to look a little bit different than what it could. So make sure okay. that you're really putting that power tool in use. Put it to use. Create. I'm going to a writing workshop right after this. Like it's like today's a day. Um, it's get to it day. Um, so really, enjoy y'all, write out what those things are. As always, you can hit me up at powerimproves at gmail or you can um hit me on Instagram. The podcast Instagram is Power in Prose Podcast, and my personal Instagram is Zest of Death. Of course, those will be in the show notes below for you to click directly on, and you can follow and support the show. Hit me, DM me, reshare me. Let me know how you feel about the episode. And in that same vein, you can follow my girl Allie at Allie Ariane. Um, on Instagram. And then, of course, her blog, yourgirlally.com, will be linked in the show notes. Please give her some love. Read up um, one of her latest posts about Tyler Perry. I know all y'all got something to say about that. (laughs) um and i think it's just a super 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 amazing thing um that as this show stands for being able to be an active advocate for black women to embody their authentic selves that we support black women who are taking taking those active steps to do so on their own platforms um so again Allie, thank you so much for being on the show i am just super thankful um overjoyed. I couldn't believe that this has happened. I think even me writing the email to shoot my shot and chat with you um
1: was like,
0: you know, it could be like, am I doing this? And it happened and it's been like, I'm excited about our conversation
1: that we had for people to hear it and be um fed by it. So thank you so much. I too. Definitely, what you're doing is so beautiful. And I just want to just express my gratitude for you even having me and for allowing me the platform to just like share what's even on my heart. Like, I just want you to just keep going, keep doing your thing because what you're creating is a beautiful space. So, yes, girl.
0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) <laughs> All right.
0: So as always, there is power in prose. Don't forget to profess your power this week. And I'll hit y'all next time. Bye.